hey you. I want to share with you something that I genuinely think will transform your life and your business, to be honest. HDX is open from now until May 17 with a few special bonuses. Join before May 11 and get my eight-week Purpose and Abundance course completely free, which is $888 worth of value. And if you join before May 17, we're actually going to give you $999 off our upcoming Mexico retreat. I mean, how good a freaking deal is that? And if you join before May 17, then you'll be in time for two amazing bonus classes this month in HDX with my personal business consultant, Nikki Rowley. Now, this is the woman that has helped scale my business significantly in the last year or so, and I am sharing her with my HDX community. She'll be teaching on how to grow and scale for business and what strategies and structures will actually get you there. She will also host a bonus business Q&A, which means you can actually ask my consultant anything you want to ask her about growing and scaling your business. This is an opportunity that could transform your life and your business, so don't miss out. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. So I just want to let you know that the human design mastermind is filling and it's filling fast. Now you don't have too many more days to join. And so far we have people from Germany. We have people from Australia. We have people from the US. We have someone from England. We have got people from all over the world. And there's a number of projectors in the group, people. So come on, mangens. Come on, generators. Come on, reflectors and manifestors. Get in the group. Now, if you're wondering what the mastermind is all about, it is the deepest dive into human design all in one place that you're going to find anywhere. At the beginning of this program, you're just going to be like um, a hobbyist when it comes to human design. But by the end of it, you're going to be an expert, not only with yours, but with your entire family, with your friends, and if you're a coach, with your clients. You are going to create not only a name for yourself as an expert, but you're going to be able to create income from it as well as setting yourself free. Oh my God, it's the best. So please do not miss out. Now it's time to get into the podcast with my friend, Rick Michael King. Hey, hey, Rick Michael King, he's here. My astrologer is in the house. G'day, my friend. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you. So, so good. Um, uh, right, let's move on to Saturn. We all know about Saturn and Saturn return at 28 and then it comes around again 28 years later. If you live long enough, you'll experience three Saturn yeah, right. returns. One was enough for me. Oh, man, I tell <laughs> you, mine was bad. Um, yeah, mine was too. There are some that get through it reasonably unscathed and I hate them. 
Well, that's because they've done the work beforehand. I've got clients like that. I've got clients on my last mastermind that they're just coming up to their um, their satin return. And let's there's girls in there that have just finished their Chiron. So we've got the whole spectrum, right. right? And they're like, oh, yeah, well, I kind of found around 26 that this was no longer aligned to my values and da da da, da so I took action. I'm like, you're awesome. I wish I'd done that at 26 because I didn't and I ended up in fetal position on a concrete floor going, I can't keep going like this. <laughs> totally, yeah. God, I wish I had that sense and sensibility when I was 26. Yeah, bloody hell, they're awesome. But Saturn, yes, he, look, a tagline for Saturn is taskmaster of the sky. You reap what you sow with his mm. uh, He is very lesson-oriented, very karmic-oriented obligation restriction if you look at the planet itself it's got rings around it and those rings could be uh looked at as a binding a cage almost or tied up in ropes but saturn is very much that harsh kind of planet he's known as a malefic uh whereas some of the others are benefic so beneficial but with saturn the thing is to embrace rather than resist it doesn't necessarily make the lesson go away, but it does make it easier and he will reward you. Mm. Yeah. And I always remember reading, it's like, you will leave your consequences if you resist. Like if you don't live up to your rules, like what, what is you've set out or your law, you will experience the consequences. And that really resonates with me. Yeah. Um, so my Saturn uh, is in gate 39, which is the gate of provocation. Now, the thing I love about this gate is it's actually like to provoke um, the spirit and passion from others, like to provoke people into action, into passion, into spirit. Um, I'm like, bring that on. And it was very much me. It was that, that was me. I was not following my passion. I was not listening to my my spirit, I was like, all that stuff was shut down and I ended up doing depression and panic disorder for bloody years. Yeah, I can definitely see how that portrays itself. If you're not following your passion and you're not empowering others to follow theirs, and that empowerment piece comes back to your north node too. So mm. the gate 39 and your north node seem to tie in quite well with each other because your work, your life's work, is to fuel passion yours and other people's mm. to engage spirit yours and other people's it's your uh task in this life yeah. let's say yeah and it's very much this um you know i was playing it so safe i always remember in those days that the best way that i could describe it was i was trying to say stay so incredibly still that maybe if i didn't move then my whole life wouldn't blow up you know, like I was so worried that whatever happened, whatever would happen in that day would be so bad I couldn't handle it. And the irony of all of that journey now is that I do now provoke that out of myself. Like, what a, like let's go out into the world. Let's challenge. Let's look for passion. Let's experience passion. Like, no more trying to be someone that I don't want to be. Like, it's, it's time. Let's see what this spirit thing is, you know. Let's see what. And I always, I love the word spirited. Um, and you would have heard me say before, like, this is how I've actually learned how to be abundant is this word spirited. Because in human design, gate 55 is the gate of abundance, 
but it's actually the gate of abundant spirit. And the thing for me is the, the, the metaphor that comes to mind is the spirited horse or the spirited child, right? And what are they? They are being unapologetically themselves. They don't give a rat. They're just like reverence for life. Like I'm alive and I'm doing this shit my way. And this to me is the ultimate. That's how you attract abundance. That's how I've learned to attract abundance. It's not all the rules and the structures that God knows I've practiced over the years, but it is this, this spirit. And I feel like that is so massive for me because um, at 28 and whenever I try to shut my spirit down or shut my, my passion down, I instantly live with those consequences, like instantly. Yeah, and that's what he will do. That's what that planet will do. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, well, not beautiful, but let's move on. Um, Uranus. I really, really like Uranus. Tell us about Uranus. Seriously. Not your anus, but Uranus. Thanks. <laughs> you have to buy me dinner first. Yeah, okay, done. <laughs> so, this planet, his tag is mad scientist of the sky. Mm. Uranus is very revolutionary very sudden change, very, think higher, genius. He is uh, the ruler of Aquarius, so it's, um, it also rules technology. Uranus rules technology as well. So with this planet, he wants you to do things differently outside the square, eclectic, weird, wonderful, experiment with stuff, blow up the lab, and then just worry about it later. Oh my goodness. I feel like this is my life. And this is like something that I learnt at totally at my Uranus opposition, which it's what anywhere between 38 and 44. Is that right? Uranus opposition. Yep. Um, That I totally just, just wanted to blow everything up because I'd felt so constricted for so, so much of my life trying to, and I didn't even know, like I'd been training, I'd been coaching, I'd been doing all of these things, but I was still very much acted, acting from the mind. So I didn't even know that I was still conditioned and confined until I got to my Uranus opposition. And I was like, you know what? I want to do fun stuff. I want to reinvent myself. I want to talk about something that's not like just the brain oriented. I want to talk about spirit. I want to talk about passion. I want to ride a skateboard. I want to ride a surfboard. I want to just blow this shit up and see what happens. So I totally resonate with um, with that. And I love the mad scientist and I love that it's all about revolutionary change. Like bring that stuff on. Yeah. Um, you look at the planet itself, whereas Saturn has rings that are, what's that, horizontal? You can see them go that way. Yeah. Uranus's rings go up to top to bottom yeah right. <laughs> like he's turned on its side it's, yeah it's great what he what he uh resembles what he looks like with a party plays it's awesome he's awesome yeah and you know what just jumps out at me is it's like i'm gonna do it my way yeah yeah That's, yeah and of course it does because i've just realized um the gate that it's in for me it's yeah, in gate 28 and it's actually called the gate of the game player so this is actually, they talk about this gate being, this, this is about, um, this gate's all about like going through the struggles of life. Like you actually struggle through life to find purpose and meaning and challenge. And from that, you become really, really wise. You learn to push yourself to the limits. You learn to risk it all. Like it's like this real, um, as I say, like it's this, it's almost very Uranus, right? Yeah. If there's a word I can put straight to that, tying your gate to that planet, one word, gamble. Yes. Yeah, it's a gamble. Take yeah. 
<laughs> yep, freaking take the gamble. I wonder, I, now I'm super curious. I have to go and um, really lean into, uh, go back and listen to this and do all of the, take all my notes because it's so crazy how I can see all the, the patterns coming in and out, like my patterns and my gates, uh, sorry, my planets and my gates and the patterns that are coming out. Like, yep, I'm totally here to do things differently, blow shit up and do it my own way. Absolutely. <laughs> and empower others to do the same. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's get into Neptune. Tell me all about Neptune. Neptune is, so where Saturn is structure, restrictive and boundaries, Neptune is the opposite. Neptune is dissolving boundaries. It's the mystical planets. All about magic, psychic dreams, illusions, fantasy, the subconscious, the connection to the divine, the delving into those things in life that seem turned on their head and you've got to peel back the veil to have a look at. Yeah, that's Neptune. Mm. Oh, my God, that sounds like that's someone I'd like to go out to dinner with. <laughs> it's your ruling planet, by the way. Oh, no wonder I want to go out to dinner with Neptune. Far out. Oh, no surprises there, right? I'd love a little bit more, more of that sort of magic in my life. And do you know what? This is kind of weird because it's actually, I've got gate five. And gate five is actually, it's called the gate of fixed rhythm. And this is, this is the, the, what we teach about this is actually routine. You know, we talk about having routine. Um, this is a person who tends to like um, to do the same things uh, every day or, um, and before I jump into the way I am, tell me what your interpretation when you put those two together. When you put those two together, it's a total paradox. Yeah. Fixed is not a word that is associated with Neptune. Um, rhythm to a degree is, particularly if we talk about ritual. Mm. Changing up, keeping, so here we go with the paradox, all right, I'm gonna try and explain this the best way that I possibly can. Keeping with a routine, but changing it up. So if you eat dinner at five o'clock every night, maybe try eating it at six. Like, so you're maintaining your dinner ritual or that dinner routine, but it's not always at the same time every day. Yeah. Neptune doesn't work well with, um, oh, what do you call it? Rigidness, regimented routine. Yeah. yeah. But it does work well with ritual. Yes. I love this. You know, it just straight came into my mind. Like I do love a bit of routine, but I actually have, and I've often said this and anyone who's worked with me will know, I would have heard this before. Like I can't, like I love uncertainty. I cannot do the same thing all the time. Like I love, I love routine and I love, you know, ticking things off and rah, rah, rah. But it's like I unconsciously get to a point and I just throw grenades, unconscious grenades at my life or at my day so that I, so I just can't, but I, so I blow it up. Yeah. And I, I think that's what this is saying, you know. I think it, it, it definitely feels like to me, and I love that it's, it really does have this, this theme of being a little bit more, um, you know, spiritual and flowing and, you know, rigidity I think is the word you were looking for, like less rigidity and more um, like, yes, these are things that are going to happen in my day, but more trust that they'll happen when they're going to happen as opposed to, like, I totally will get myself in a frenzy. Like, I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, right? 
to do all my rituals, to exercise, to do all those things. But if I do that every day, I actually get to a point where I'm like feeling the time pressure from the moment my eyes open. And that's not, that's not what I want. I want to feel relaxed about it. If I was to put it another way, that planet with that particular gate is flow with structure. Oh, I'm writing that down far out. Flow with structure. It's such a paradox. I mean, the planet itself is a paradox, but then to get a paradoxical planet opposing its quality, opposing the gate's quality, that's hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah, far out. I love that flow with structure. Yeah. And it fits very much into this. um, So, again, for my listeners, they've heard we've been talking a lot about uh, the digestive regimen, about our PHS, Mm -hmm. and I actually have my tone is out of vision. So out of vision is all about seeing patterns. And I've got a lot of um, patterning, logical circuitry, patterning circuitry in my design. Um, But... One of the things that I've been doing is I have like a big diary now and I just write my days out um, but as future self days and instead of going, well, I have to start at this time and this is my day, like kind of like what the future self looks like a little bit. And what I'm getting from this is I actually just write on there, exercise, meditate, whatever. And as I write it, I don't write it like these are the things I have to tick off. I write it as in my perfect day, these are all the things that happened and I Initial, I didn't even know I was doing this, by the way. I take um, all the pressure off myself and, of course, I get to the next day and I'm like, oh, I did that and I did that and I did that and I did that. Oh, it's all done. So it's almost like that's already how I'm doing that flow with structure. So instead of putting the mental pressure on myself, I'm just putting it out there and it's almost like whether it's the universe, me, the guy, whatever, is just guiding me to tick those things off. You're just being. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Being's my favorite thing. Just being is my favorite thing. Yeah. It's so easy and simple and it's non stressful. Just be. Yeah. (laughs) If only it was so easy. I mean, can we just do that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to this. Now, Pluto. Let's talk Pluto. I have a bit of an affinity for Pluto because he is my ruling planet as a Scorpio, but Pluto is about power. Pluto is about that undercurrent power. So he governs change, transformation, sex, death, rebirth, healing, uh, joint resources. It's the, whereas Taurus, uh, Venus represents those material things of power, like money. Pluto represents those energy things of power. Mm, I like that. The energy things of power. So mine is in gate 18. Now, gate 18 is called the gate of correction. And this is another one of the the patterning um, circuitry. And what this is all about, the gate of correction is all about the ability to see what's not quite right so that we can discard that or the old way and create a new way or do something better. Um, it's all about, it, it, like, the, the challenge with gate 18 is if you turn it on yourself, it turns into self-judgment. You know, like, if only I had done one more gratitude, then maybe I would feel better. No, no, it's not that. Um, so tell me, how do you see Pluto and this gate 18 coming together? Wow. What also popped up at me is your, again, your north node, how your gate 18 would connect to your north node. 
because your North Node is about empowerment, Pluto mm-hmm. is about power, and correction is about, you said it now, not verbatim, I'm sorry, but destroy the old not working, correcting the old and destroying the old that doesn't work anymore, particularly in the shift of age, we're moving from Pisces to Aquarius, we're just at that threshold. Mm your work with human design and teaching people about their design is actually destroying those old modes and methods of chaos. You're correcting it and it's your power, that correction and that human design stuff is really quite powerful. People Mm. are realising how to switch their life, right? Yeah. Correcting that what didn't work and feeling heavy and weighed down and soul destroying now no this is what i meant to do that feels so right this is what this means i'm working for my solar plexus or i've got this um powered here that's your use of the power of the planet of power sorry in Mm. correction awareness and uh fear authority gate yeah i freaking love that it's so cool because the other thing is that so my incarnation cross is the the, the cross of planning which is actually the era we work we're moving out of right? right so we're moving into um the sleeping phoenix which is about an individualization okay but what what i'm hearing is so i'm kind of like i'm totally straddling the both it's like the old way is all about institute institutions you know like um healthcare, schools um, the law, uh, money, like all of these old things, and that's all falling apart. And what I'm hearing you say and what I'm kind of hearing this this, this um, constant theme with my design is very much about I'm still kind of operating that way. Like I need to build the new institutions that are going to transition us into this individualization. And the individualization is this thing that I'm always banging on about, meaning that you are your own guru. That's what I want everyone to understand. Like you have the power, you have the answers. Yes, it can be really challenging when you know that and you don't know how to access them, but come to me, I'll teach you. Human design will teach you how to be your own guru. Um, That's why I'm on the planet. So I definitely feel like I am this person that has chosen to be in the transition from groupthink structure into individualization where we are all fully aware and waking up to our own power, our own um, ability to be our own guru. Okay, so let me get this equation out real quick. You mentioned the word straddling both, and I'm going to ramble a bit here, so bear with me and stay with me. Straddling both. You're a Pisces. It's in your astrological DNA to know what the old structure is about because we're moving out of that Pisces phase. Now, you need to know that old in order to destroy it, to make it new. You've got to have that knowledge of what that is and what that was and what it looks like so you can take it apart and create something else, create something different and move into that new energy and that new age. That's why you're straddling both. You just gave me goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) because I feel like so much of my adult life has been working out the old, Mm -hmm. you know, and then from my Uranus opposition, from my just coming up to 40 is where I've really gone, right, I get the old, now what's the new? And the last few years have definitely been bringing both together to create something completely new, you know. Um. Yeah. We're in this in-between phase at the moment. We've only just approached the threshold. We may have only just stuck our big toe onto the threshold with mm. that shifting of age because it does take some time. It's not just a 
matter of today, it's yesterday it was one way, now today it's a different way. There's a period of transition and you and I and others like us are mm. alive at this point in time because we're the transitioners. We need to be able to help shift and develop and grow and dip other people's toes into that water because human beings hate quick change. Not good at it at all. We suck at it, to be quite honest. So we need yeah. those transitional periods. And that transitional period needs to move from generation to generation because, unfortunately, we don't live forever. Mm. We only live for a particular period of time. But this is what, this is the key that unlocks that change of age. We need to wear that betwixt and between. We are that middle child. We are that, <laughs> you know, where the sun and the moon are coming up and going down at the same time. We need to be here at this stage now to help make that transition with the information that we have and the knowledge that we have in the modes and the mediums that we're using to do it. Yeah. So well said. Oh, my goodness. I love that. You know, um, because this is, we are literally, is the age of Aquarius happening this year? Like, is this starting this year it, or the end of this year? In my opinion, and, and you will find that a lot of people will differ. They think it started 300 years ago. They think it started 2012. They think it, all of that kind of stuff. I'm right. thinking from an astrological point of view and what's happening on the world stage, I'm seeing that beginning of that threshold now. Yeah. And it's because I'm super curious because we talk in human design about the new paradigm and that comes in in 2027. So for me, I feel like 2020, like you say, is the gateway. You know, like we've got these these years where we need to start doing some massive transitioning. Um, and there's, like you say, there's there's thousands of us out there, people. Like we are all, like if you're listening to this, you're part of what, I'm ta- what, what we're talking about. Like it's time to raise consciousness. It's time to um, you know, every single light worker out there needs to be doing that work right now. We need to own um, who we are, why we're here, um, what we're designed to do and yeah. release as much ego and old stuff as possible because, yeah. yeah. And, and accept that our little parts that we play, because the one something I love about you and our relationship and our connection is that Human design, you've, you've said this, these are partly your words. Human design is not better than astrology and astrology is not better than human design. There are other modes and mediums, but I'll just talk with ours. These are pieces of puzzle that go together that make a complete picture. So you're here doing your work with human design to help shift people through. I'm here doing my work with astrology and whatever other medium I use of divination to help people through. If we look at the medical, to liken it to a modern day thing, right? If we look at the medical profession, you've got your ear, nose and throat specialist, you've got your gynecologist, you've got your neurosurgeon, you've got your heart surgeon. They're all in the medical profession, but they've all got different specialities. And that's what we're here to do. And as you mentioned to all the other light workers who've got their specialities, you're here to help shift that too. We're all pieces of the puzzle. And that's it, right? Who cares which modality people need? As long as you're raising your consciousness, as long as you're feeling more you, as long as you're more aligned to who you are, who gives a crap how you get there? Like, go do ayahuasca if that's going to float your boat. Like, whatevs. You know, we're all, the whole purpose is for us to fall in love with ourselves. Yes. 
and that's it go yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so you know at the end of the day that's the most important thing for us to understand you know that's right so light workers and everybody else out there listening just do your do your bit do your special yeah. do your thing and you know there's another thing i talk to people about all the time is we're moving to a new world so there is you know like if you do reiki and you love human design then do both. Right. If you love Reiki and you love astrology, then do both. If you like all three, then do all three and make <laughs> your version of it, you know. Right. This is the world we're moving towards. It doesn't have rules. We have to make up our own. We have to empower ourselves and do our thing. Yeah, there are many different locks with many different keys to unclick that are all pretty much leading to the same way, the same space. Exactly. Now, I just realised I forgot Chiron. Can you talk me a little bit to, uh, to good old Chiron, my now, friend? This one is a tough one. I, you know, th there's positive and negative to everything, as I've said, and there's silver lining. Chiron is the wounded healer. So Chiron, uh, a centaur, half man, half horse in mythology, was hit by a poisonous arrow. Now, it didn't kill him, whereas normally it's fatal to everybody else, but it did wound him, and that wound never healed. But he was a healer himself. That was his job, that was his role, that was his speciality. So the wounded healer talks about us using our wounds as our strength to help heal others. So whatever happened to me in my childhood, my Chiron's at a particular degree of Aries, so it was childhood trauma. My childhood trauma has pushed me into astrology and tarot, which has helped me help others find their truth path journey whatever so that's an example of how to use your wound as a strength but that is chiron the wounded healer okay so my chiron is in gate 42 and would you believe after what you just said it's the gate of growth so this is all about the um ability to bring possibility to new beginnings um it's about expansion it's about ending out old things um it's about using the whole experience and life cycle to grow and reflect and complete. Wow. Wow. Lady, if your purpose wasn't bloody clear, <laughs> far out to have Chiron in that, let's, let's use the word growth as the umbrella word for yeah. 42. Your wounds your what you can take as what was damaging and yucky and gross and turn into strength is your growth but how you help others grow closing of cycles we just had this big long wrap about cycles you know and at the closing out of an old age and we're in a transition and the new age and and so on um wow it's the healing, your ability to help people grow in your own growth is the healing power for you in this design. That's yeah. amazing. Oh my God. And it, you know, like this, and this is the theme, you know, I'm a three, five, which is my profile. You know, I really resisted against growth for so many years because it was uncomfortable and it hurt and it was painful. And then it was like, all of a sudden it dawned on me, like, oh, this growth thing is fun. And oh my goodness, look how I can help people. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that totally resonates with me. Like when I was younger, I tried to shut it down and control it. And, and now I'm just, as I say, like I just throw myself at life and yeah. learning and getting uncomfortable because, you know, even if I don't like it, even if I'm like in the middle bit, in liminal space going, I want to go back, I always tell myself like the meaning of this for me is that I can not only heal and grow, 
um, and know my fullest potential because I am obsessed with my fullest potential but I can give that to others. I want others to live there. Like, why the hell would you come into life and go, yeah, I'm just going to live like a two out of 10. Like, what's the point, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, oh my goodness. I think uh, that totally resonates. I'm totally, you know what? The thing for me is I definitely get that I'm a human that is here to experience life, Yeah. to fall in love with life, to empower myself first, then empower others to do the same. Agreed. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, my friend. My for joining. pleasure. Fun. That was really fun. I enjoyed it. So cool. So cool. Now, if any of you out there, my beautiful listeners, if you want to get in touch with my friend, Rick Michael King, his Insta handle is Rick Michael King. That's right, isn't it? That is. Yes. Perfect. The website is rickmking.com. You'll also find him on LinkedIn. And Rick does everything from astro charts. He does tarot and he's also a spiritual coach. And as you can see, he's freaking good at it. (laughs) So thanks everyone for joining. Um, I do have another podcast coming up where we kind of riff about the world and where it's going. So listen for that in a few weeks time, peeps. Thanks again for joining Rick. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Um, And, yeah, thanks, everyone, for joining. I'll uh, look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, Could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.